Has this ever happened to you? You put some money in a savings account with a uh, great rate. But that promotional savings rate came crashing down. You deserve better. Take just five minutes and open a Capital One savings account online. You'll get one of the nation's best rates that's not a promotional rate. Welcome to Banking Reimagined. What's in your wallet? For consumers only. Offered by Capital One NA member FDIC. Copyright 2017 Capital One. Blog Talk Radio. What's going on? My name is Stephen Knight, and you listen to The Stephen Knight Show. You can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. If you want to get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you looking for some love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. Good evening and welcome to the Stephen Knight Show here on EOTM Radio. As always, I want to thank you for joining us tonight. We'll be discussing the latest in entertainment news, sports, fashion, and movie reviews. Now, tonight we welcome actress, hip-hop artist, and cousin to the late, great Phyllis Hyman, Miriam Hyman, to talk about her music and her illustrious uh, acting career. Then later on, entertainment journalist, urban image magazine consultant, I'm um, calling excuse me, and founder of John Speaks and Keeping It Real with John, radio show host, John Dobber will join us. As always, once you call us with questions and comments, the number is 267-521-0189. Again, that's 267-521-0189. You can also join us in chat. There's a link on our Facebook page. Uh, now, I want to remind you, we're all over social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, Instagram, and, of course, our official website, thestephennightshow.com. And uh, connect with us. Let us know what you think. Chike, what's going on with you? Adam, how are you all? Hello, what's going on? Doing good, doing good. Long time no talk to. <laughs> I know. How was the holiday? The holiday was good, except for me dropping my phone in the pool. But other than that, oh, it was no. fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you dropped your phone in the pool. In the That's pool. That's never a good thing. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, it was good. <laughs> How was your Adam? Uh, it was pretty good, pretty good. Uh, you know, low, laid back. I went down to the beach uh, near Panama City, family trip. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Nice. That was really good. I hear that. Sorry? Actually, um, this past weekend I actually went to Orlando. A friend of mine had a birthday party out there. Um, had a great time. Great time. It rained. Like, I went to um, to uh, City Walk, you know, over there where, um, what's it called? Universal. Um, Universal, Yeah. And it first of all, it was 101 degrees out there. Wow. <laughs> and and uh, after I burned up and but I had some delicious bubble gum. I went to a restaurant, his restaurant, and then uh, when we were leaving, it it poured down. So, but still a good time, definitely a good time. And uh, you know, had birthday to Tommy. His birthday is actually Wednesday, but I appreciate him inviting me. Miss Parker, how was your holiday? My holiday or my weekend? Was it a holiday weekend? Fourth of July, and then of course. Uh, you know, oh yeah, we missed the fourth. Okay, <laughs> I was like, Am yeah. I, <laughs> I know what's going on. Right? No, it was good. It was good. I haven't been in Atlanta for the Fourth of July in years, so um, it was really just a a lot of relaxing, and um, and I think I went out to eat a couple of times, but nothing nothing major. Okay. Just a lot of a lot of time. Yeah. I needed some rest, so 
Um, I think it was exactly. it was well. It was it was much needed. Okay, and I know you did something interesting over the weekend. Um, you had family in town, is that correct? Yes, yes. I um I have a cousin in town. She's actually still in town from from L.A. Um, we hung out Saturday night. She got here Saturday evening. We hung out Saturday night, and I took her to Snow Mountain on yesterday. Now I usually go to Snow Mountain once a week, but I usually only do the the mountainside, um, the mm-hmm. the climb. Um, I've never been to the park. I've never been in the park, and and there's actually a lot to do in there. So I'm probably going to get a um, a season pass and try to check it out. And I think everyone should. It's a huge park with lots of activities. They have a huge like um, park for kids. Uh, they have rides, all kinds of stuff. I didn't even know was in there. So it was pretty cool. Wow. Um, and then we, wow. yeah, we came to my house and, and hung out. But it was yeah. To, to be to go there every weekend, didn't even know all that stuff was actually inside of the park. Um, but you know, it, it was good. Yeah, I would have never known because I've been there a few times um, with you, and I, I I didn't know they had a park there. So that's interesting. Definitely interesting. Yeah. Well, the the, I mean, the 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 side that we go on is just the climbing side. We've never gone inside mm-hmm. of the, the gate, like to the park part. Um, the whole okay. thing is a park. It's okay. a five miles radius, like it's it's a it's five miles surrounding, but it's it's huge. It's huge with lots of activities. They have a laser show at night. Um, during the winter time, they have a a snow. Um, uh, I think ice skating and all kinds of stuff there. Oh wow! Nice, nice, nice. Well, uh, Aaron's out tonight, but GK and Adam, what did you get to see in the uh, in the movies? Well, I actually. I went- Go ahead, Adam. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, I I went to see because I don't think mine is as exciting. So I went to go see the uh, Minions movie. Um, you know, the latest movie from DreamWorks about the uh, henchmen from the Despicable Me movies, and um, it was fine. It was a good kids movie. Um, that's pretty much the limit of it, I think. Uh, you know, it had its moments. Um, there was some laughter. But it definitely follows them through history, and it ends up in the late 60s uh, where they end up in England trying to uh, assist the supervillain trying to take Queen Elizabeth's crown. So, um, yeah, fun. Definitely not as good as the Despicable Me movies. Uh, it had a lot of good music. The soundtrack was definitely that late 60s vibe, so you get some of the Beatles and the Who and uh, Jimi Hendrix and things like that that plays along with the movie. But, um, yeah, overall, if you need something to take the kids to, take it to them. Uh, I was one number one in the box office, finally took a Jurassic World off the throne. So, um, yeah, wow. but besides that, you can pass on it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what about you, you get? I actually did not see any theater releases. My release is actually from Netflix. Uh, the long-awaited uh, documentary for Nina Simone was released over um, our holiday, our vacation. Mm-hmm. And uh, if anyone knows anything about Nina Simone, all her fans have really been waiting for some type of movie about her life because this one yeah. vanished from the li- the limelight and went into obscurity like snap of a finger. Um, she just up and decided one day that she just wasn't going to be a part of the American industry anymore, and she moved to Africa. And she was lost. So the the documentary basically asked the question, what happened, Miss Simone? That's even the title of it. And the director, Liz Garbus, did a really brilliant job in incorporating 
uh, Mr. Moan's own words because it's basically footage driven. And you speak with her daughter and you speak with her, her husband. And they discuss what they went through and she dealt with mental illness. And no one really knew that. They called mm-hmm. her quirky. They called her a diva. You know, all these things that these big celebrities get when they get big. And she wasn't, she was big, but she wasn't like a top selling artist. She right. had a right. nice, modest following, but she was controversial. And that's what made her stand out. She spoke her truth and she did not back down from that. And there's like footage of her actually in concert stopping and telling people to sit down and be quiet because that's the type of artist she was. She would stop her show mm-hmm. and show and point you out and say, sit down or be quiet. And um, just wow. thought that it was amazing. Someone so dynamic and she was so driven um, artistically that personally she fell apart because she was trying to wow. make the artwork. Uh, anyone that, if you don't know who Nina Simone is, please research her and check her out. She's a dynamic yeah. artist. Yeah. And um, mm-hmm. once you hear her music, you've probably heard her music and don't even know that you've heard it. But check it, yeah. check her out. And once you check out the music, check out this documentary. I think that it it's very educational and um, entertaining as well. PK, I actually saw most of it. Uh, I haven't mm-hmm. finished it yet, but I saw most of it. Um, it is very intriguing. It's funny because when I was watching it, I was like, I bet she's a Pisces. And I looked it up, and she was. Yeah. Oh, she's a Pisces. So because, because it, it was so funny because I just, it was, you know, there are things that she was doing and would say, and, you know, like, she she's, she's a cross between madness and genius. It's really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I didn't know, I didn't know the whole thing about her husband and abusive uh, relationship that she had with him. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's. It's an intriguing, intriguing documentary. It, it her life is just—I mm-hmm. didn't know any of that stuff. So it's like, I, I, I can't wait to finish it. Yeah, yeah. and and just I the simple duality. Yeah, the duality that she had with living in the limelight and then going home to madness. And her poor daughter, like, wow. And this is basically and, her daughter's story. Once you hear her daughter's story, it, it's going to spin your mind. And it's funny mm-hmm. because she said something that was really touching when they were asking her about abuse. And she said he protected me from everybody but himself. That was like, wow! How powerful wow. is that? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Protect about her, it. Yeah. Protect her from the industry. Protect her from um, what she thought people were taking advantage of her and all those things. But she couldn't. He couldn't protect her from himself. He was, in fact, the most abusive of all those people that he tried to protect her from. So it was. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. Wow. Crazy. Wow. That sounds like it. Definitely sounds like it. And then you find a lot of people, you know, they're, they're doing a documentary on uh, Amy Winehouse. I, th- I don't know if it came out yet or it's going to be coming out very shortly, but it was that same kind of, you know, footage, actual footage of these people that worked with her. You find so many really talented artists who at home have their own demons and have their own things they have to go through. It's very interesting. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And there's an actually uh, a biopic actually coming out when Zoe Saldata is going to be playing Anina Simone. And it's it's, it's controversy surrounding that because there are people that don't agree mm-hmm. that she should be playing her. It's 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 a lot. So um, yeah. yeah, Zoe Saldata. Um, Zoe, yeah. It's it's playing yeah. it's playing who? Nina Simone. Nina what? Simone. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Yeah, see, yeah. We'll see how That's that goes. Controversy. I heard about I've heard about it for a while now. 
But I'll be I'll be curious to see how she does on you know does on the screen. But yeah, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of controversy around that. Yeah. Anything coming out you're looking forward to, Adam TK? Um, well, Ant Man comes out next week. I don't know if I'm looking forward to it, but it's uh, another Marvel cash cow. So we'll yeah, see. We'll I, see. Uh, <laughs> I'm not too enthused about that either, but I definitely will be there because Thing One and Thing Two both mentioned that they wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm just astonished that they show some interest in Marvel, and I'm liking that they're liking Marvel. So I'll take them to see it. Yeah, good point. Um, and then there's a, a movie Pixels, which is kind of a fun one, I think, where the video game characters attack the Earth, and they have to kind of uh, come up with a team to fight them in the video game style, like Galaga and Pac-Man. Um, that looks that's like a fun a, one. That's a very ageist movie, because all of those games <laughs> target a specific age group. Because <laughs> a lot of those games came out like in the 80s, like the yeah, Pac-Man exactly. Movie. Yeah, and this is an Adam Sandler uh, project, so I'm sure it's going to be funny. You know, if you like Adam Sandler, I'm sure he's going to de- deliver his funny to put a spin on the, you know, the whole animation part of it all. Yeah, exactly. So that that should be a fun one. And then I think the end of the month is Mission Impossible. Um, so you know, again, another good action movie that kind of you don't have to think too hard about. I do believe is it is this the last installment of Mission Impossible? Well, that's what they say, but you know, who knows when it makes a lot of money. To the box office, right? To the box office, exactly. Exactly. So you know, the Hangover was only a one of, and then it did so well that we got two sequels. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, hold on tight for our hot topics. Miss Ferguson is here. What's going on, Miss Ferguson? Ferguson? I'm sorry, I'm yeah, here. My phone was on mute. I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> okay. Hi, Ms. Clark, how are you? I'm okay, can't yeah. complain. You haven't dropped that baby yet? I'm, I didn't hear you. I said you have not dropped that baby yet? No, but it's actually, just, I was going to tell you, this is probably my last week because uh, he's coming very soon, actually. Oh, wow. Time. That's exciting. It is time. That's yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Wow. So, so. You got to send a I will. I definitely will. Are I you nervous? Will. Afraid or how are you feeling? I'm very afraid. Um, oh. I think Robbie's Robbie's excited. You will be okay. I promise. Oh, I saw your pictures. They're beautiful. Oh, thank you. Thank you, you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Robbie's excited. I, I think I'm more concerned with how this is going to affect Bella. I don't know a little bit. <laughs> well, I know you got some great things for us. I do. Yes, I do. Um, starting with, um, and a lot of these sales, unfortunately, you know, this is not the time of the year when, um, you know, there are a lot of sales. I don't know what's going on this week, but a lot of the sales ended yesterday, actually, on Sunday. So, you know, the stuff that I have tonight is just a couple, but there's one specifically geared toward the guys. Um, I know I never like gear anything specifically toward the guys, so this one I was so happy to find. Mm-hmm. Um, Seth Fifth mm-hmm. Avenue is having a <laughs> splendid sale. And it's not Saks Fifth Avenue. It's actually Saks Office. 
they're having a sale, and you can get up to 80% off of select, price, of select styles. And I went out there and I took a look, and they have all kinds of things out there. So that might be something that you guys want to check out if you're into designer. Um, the Loft, they're having a sale now through tomorrow morning at 3 a.m. And if you shop now, you can get an extra 60% off of sale styles. And this is a flash sale. Um, they do them occasionally. And uh, you have to use code FLASH60 at checkout. And also, this is an online-only sale. Um, the Limited is also having a sale. And if you shop now, um, if, if, can everybody hear me? Because I think my Bluetooth is about to die. Um, I just want to make no sure. Uh, okay, great. The Limited um, is also having a sale, and you can get $25 off of every $50 you spend. So it's really 50% off of everything. And it doesn't include clearance, but it does include uh, select sale styles. Um, and you have to use code NIGHT at checkout if you're shopping online. Um, Old Navy is having a really good sale, and this is today only. Um, you can get 40% off of any single item. And for everything else you purchase, you can get 30% off of that. Um, after, of course, that first item for 40% off, and that does include clearance. And you have to use code COOL, and that's C-O-O-L, at checkout if you're shopping online. Uh, today is the last day to shop Nine West and get an extra 25% off of this. And they do select summer style, so it won't be everything, but it will be a great um, a great deal of choices that you'll have to choose from. And um, last but not least, today is the last day to shop Victoria's Secret and get up to 70% off of clearance items. Um, and this is on clothing not their underwear um, or their lingerie, uh, but you can get up to 70% off of clothing items, of select clothing items, plus you can get an extra 25% off of over 500 select styles, so that's, and that's sale styles. So that's a great, great wow. deal, and you have to use code STYLE25 at checkout. So that's a really good deal if you're, you know, in the market to buy anything for yourself or, you know, a friend or significant other. Um, on Victoria's Secret. Awesome, awesome. And that's awesome. And they can find all that bunch of, bunch of all that. They surely can. They surely can. All right, well, listen, Mommy, to be, keep us posted on everything. Wish you all the best. I will, and um, I will, and I'll let you guys know when I'm coming back because I will be coming all right, back. All right. Uh, all right. Thank you. All right. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Now, uh, before we go on to Hot Topics, I'm very excited. We're bringing something new to the Stephen Knight Show. It's our Artist Spotlight. Uh, each week we will select a hot artist to be featured um, on our homepage as well as the Artist Spotlight section on our website, thestephennightshow.com. If you're interested in being considered, please email us at submissions at thestephennightshow.com and include your bio, promotional pictures, social media sites, and a radio-friendly MP3. We definitely look forward to hearing your work. Now, tonight our spotlight features uh, New York City-based rapper Malachi Rivers, this is the song right here from his upcoming EP. We'll play some of it, but to hear the full song, go to StephenIShow.com. This is Malachi Rivers, Make It Six. We in this G-Ox, like we're all over our sweet Self-discovery, let's learn we on our outfit, Hitchcock, East Coast, hard, West Coast, hard. Recipes, too hot, poetic, hip-hop, round and round we go. TikTok is me, someone an anomaly, first degree of hip hop hypocrisy. Never fit in what you motherfucking label me. As I sit back and watch, never into 
debate with the ill concept. Vision is clear, never gets complex. Chilling on the scene like Peace Hotel. What up? For the 1800 at Manila Coke. Sit back and chill, maybe even smoke. Summertime lounging, good to go. Chilling at the beach, that's how we roll. I'm making sexy, baby. That was not Caribbean's Make It Sexy. Again, to hear the full song, go to the stevennightshow.com for our artist spotlight section. All right, team, you ready to go on to these hot topics? Yep. All right. Yes. So everyone was everyone was shocked today when 50 Cent filed bankruptcy protection. The rapper and actor, knowing that 50 Cent had filed federal bankruptcy protection days after the jury ordered him to pay $5 million in invasion of privacy lawsuits. Curtis Jackson III, who owns a home in Farmington, filed uh, Chapter 11 bankruptcy protection with the U.S. District Court in Hartsford uh, today. Filing listed both assets and liabilities as between 10 to $50 million. Um, it comes after the New York jury on Friday ordered Jackson to pay $5 million to a woman who said he acquired a video she made with her boyfriend and added himself crude commentator um, and posted a line without permission. And it said that uh, this is uh, Rick, Rick Ross's ex-girlfriend. What do you think? Yeah, supposedly it's Rick Ross's baby, uh, baby, the mother of his, one of his children. Baby mom. Um, okay. I remember the whole. I remember that time when um, when Fifty Cent was making videos um, about Rick Ross. I think I think I remember hearing about the video, the sex tape that, that he was um, mm-hmm. he had released or whatever. Um, it's just weird. I don't know what's going on, to be honest with you. I don't know if I already have an opinion. <laughs> <laughs> it was so much thought, you think, What do you think? It is. And, and it was interesting. They showed a picture when I was reading some of the articles, and they had a picture of him. Like, you know, he's one of those people that are very flashy with their money. So the fact that he's having to, to file uh, Chapter 11, everyone's kind of like, what? Not 50. You know what I mean? Let's see. People misunderstand what bankruptcy is. Bankruptcy is just a legal maneuver so that he can keep his money. So he don't have to pay, right. Right. So he's not going to get paid, and he's going to keep all his money. Because basically what he's saying, all the bills that he has is greater than the money that he has. That's all he's saying. So my money that Mm -hmm. I have goes toward the bills that I have. I don't have any more. So I'm saving what I have. I can't purchase anything else, and you're screwed too. Right. Adam? Uh, I agree. The Chapter 11 is that kind of tricky one, so I don't think he's going to be too worried or um, sleeping too unsoundly at night. Right, yeah. But one thing I will say, he probably won't be as flashy, you know, especially right now because he can't really show that kind of money while he's going through everything. But we'll see what happens with that case. It's crazy how these rappers get into this kind of crazy stuff, but... Next next story, everyone's been talking about it, Bill Cosby. Um, last week, a 2005 disposition was released where Cosby admitted to having a prescription and and providing at least, uh, I'm sorry, prescription drugs and providing at least one to a woman who accused him of rape. Now, interestingly enough, Bill Cosby's wife, Camille Cosby, she's standing by her man. A source close to her says that she believes the women consented to the drugs and to the sex. What are your thoughts? <laughs> 
And she's just as nutty as he is. <laughs> and they've been married a long time. They've married. Yeah, she's protecting her investment. She has a good investment going on there. What else is she supposed to do? Was she was yeah. she gonna point her finger at him? What else is she gonna do? Yeah, I mean, and, and she is his business. manager. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And which and what they uh, what I read today is apparently she knew about the affairs. She allowed him to to do his thing, and she says he allowed her to do her thing. But she felt now they're trying to come against what they build, and she felt like she helped him build this. And now she's defending him by saying that the drugs and sex were consensual. People are so worried about the wrong things. Like, you know, obviously I think that she knew her husband was cheating. I'm not sure what type of arrangement they have. I don't care. But I think mm-hmm. at some point you have to stand up, no matter how long you've been with somebody as a woman, you have to stand up, forget your investment, forget the money, forget all of the things. And really just tell the truth. Just be honest, as just as a woman. And knowing what it, it, mm-hmm. it may feel like to be taken advantage of, just just on that level, I don't right. know if I can yeah. by anybody who could do something like that. And then knowing that I think they have they have daughters. Yeah, they do. So just do. just from that from that perspective, it's, it's disturbing to me. Yeah. Well, on a comedic yeah. note of you know, it all, I mean, in, in in a comedic note of it all, you have to have, be drugged up and under the influence to even have sex with Bill Cosby. Maybe that's the thing. Like, he knows. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, take these because you're not going to want to do it any other way, so here you go. Wow. And it, it's interesting. A lot of, um, you know, companies are starting to pull and disengage their relationships with them. Um, and I thought they had already had um, suspended the um, Cosby specials, but apparently there are more channels are starting, networks are starting to do that. And uh, you know he had some business deals that they that they have you know kind of voided out and you know do, do you think this is the question I asked and, and I'm interested to see everyone just you know what their um, point of view is do you think that ultimately once it's all washed over the world you know entertainment stuff only stays in there a couple of weeks do you think that ultimately this will overshadow the legacy that he um, built for himself? Absolutely. I, I think yeah, so. I was about to say, I think the legacy for me is out the door. I don't even see him like that anymore. Yeah. Sim- sim- simply mm-hmm. because there there hasn't been a generation since probably my generation that has gone through a childhood without Bill Cosby in it. If you think about mm-hmm. there was Hey Bill uh, or Little Bill, um, we had the Jello, then you had Kids Say the Darndest Thing, then you had Fat Alberts. Throughout mm-hmm. every generation in their childhood, there was something from Bill Cosby in it. Now that they're shedding all of Bill Cosby's creations down, generations won't have that. He taught you how to read. Yeah. He taught you how to ration. You know, he taught you how to get along mm-hmm. with other people and to be kind. We're it's gone. Yeah. yeah. And to add on to that, I mean, you know, a lot of people looked up to him, and you know, he was kind of the 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 ideal you know, good person throughout his time. And so this one thing mm-hmm. definitely, you know, people feel betrayed. They lost trust in him. They feel like they were deceived. So he's definitely lost all that credibility, um, at least I think in our lifetime uh, with everything. Yeah. Well, switching gears, uh, 
Serena Williams, congratulations to her. She won her six women's in finals matches past Saturday. But came with some controversy. Uh, people were tweeting that her she was built like a man. But uh, what's, I can't think of her name. The author of Harry Potter. What's her name? J.K. Rowling. Yes. She tweeted how much she loves Serena Williams, and then someone uh, tweeted that Serena was built like a man. And so she, the uh, author posted a picture of Serena in this you know, body-hugging gown and said, yeah, this is what my husband uh, looks like. You're an idiot. <laughs> you know, so a lot of people came to her defense. What is it with people and their, you know, love, hate with Serena? I think it's because I they think, don't really I know. They don't know her. I think, mm-hmm. honestly think it's because she's she's unapologetic for who she is. I think she goes mm-hmm. out and she exudes a, 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 a kind of strength that is unfamiliar to a lot of women. Um, and she doesn't apologize for it. She doesn't apologize for her body. She doesn't apologize for um, her aggressiveness. She does not apologize for being great. I think they respect women to, to behave a certain way, um, to be to be a little. Not only is she not soft from their perspective physically, but she's not a soft person um, uh, uh, from a, a mental uh, perspective as well. As well, she's pretty tough. So I think women are really hard on each other when we behave in ways, when other women behave in ways that we're uncomfortable with only because we don't have the courage to be that comfortable with ourselves. Um, so I think that's mm-hmm. really what it is. It's just society's struggle um, and, and, and women's struggle in, 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 in general. I often say that our insecurities as women is, is really killing us. Um, if we were, if we would learn how to be secure with ourselves, I think that we would be more supportive of each other instead of, being, instead of tearing each other down as much as we do. And okay. I agree. Okay. Everything that Miss Parker said, plus the fact that she, she's a mystery still. You don't know a lot about her. And she doesn't live yeah. her life out there in the open, to, so you can get it. So she's a mystery in which you don't understand. Either they try to destroy or they hate. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Agreed. All right. But she's, won three, uh, she's won the three tournaments this year, so all she has to do is uh, win the U.S. Open, which... Unless she's Absolutely. injured, I think That's she won't have a problem with, and she'll uh, keep yeah. going. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Last story before we take a quick uh, music break. All right, so New York City officials say that the family of Eric Gardner um, just rejected their cash settlement of $5 million. The money was offered in order to settle the suit filed in the wrongful death of Gardner 43 after NYPD police officer choked him to death for selling loose cigarettes in New York City. Now, Gardner family said that they have refused the NYPD offer, saying that they will uh, ask instead for a more punishing suit of $75 million within the week. What are your thoughts? She's trying to bankrupt them. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. don't know. Um, I, I think they're trying to just send a message. I don't think it's about the money. Right, yeah, yeah. Adam? Because basically, I mean, the, the way that it's coming out, it's, it's like they're throwing money at the problem. It's not like they're, yeah. you know, they're owning up to something it. that they did. It's just like, oh, here's five mil. Like, okay, no, there needs to be penance. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Well, they want 75, so we'll see how that goes. But anyway, we'll uh, take a quick break, and we'll be right back.
Jada Pinkett. So, you know, basically I just kind of fell in love with the idea of it, and then I didn't actually start to pursue any type of, um, like, a, a focus in acting until I went into high school, and then I had auditioned for uh, a James Baldwin play, actually, The Amen Corner. And, um, oh, wow. Yeah, for Sister Margaret, and I ended up getting the lead role, and it's, I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> so, wow. Went to under, wow. Yeah, went to, went to undergrad um, at UArts in Philadelphia, and I trained at Freedom Theater a bit. And then, uh, like you mentioned, that, you know, went off to graduate school and then, you know, came out of Yale a couple years ago, and now I'm in New York grinding, doing what I do. But to graduate from Yale, I mean, and to, to achieve success you have just in school. Tell us about that experience being there in Yale. I'm sure you didn't see a lot of people look like yourself. What how was that experience? Um, you know, my experience was, was really fantastic. It was a challenge on a lot of different levels. Um I was in a very, very privileged environment and growing up in the inner city and being in, you know, situations where it's a much more impoverished community. It, it really changed, you know, me going to Yale. It was like going mm-hmm. from poverty to prestige, you know, like overnight. And so, right, yeah. uh, you know, so my circle, your circle ends up changing. The, the, your, your colleagues, your associates, you know, it's just everybody now we're kind of like on a very similar page. Whereas when I was in Philly, mm-hmm. I didn't really feel like I was identifying with many people because they didn't want what I wanted. You know what I mean? And right. You know, I think it's fine to, you know, be content if if that's what works for you, but everybody mm-hmm. is not cool with just being complacent. You know what I mean? So Right, exactly. I, uh, yeah, I just kind of had to, um, you know, decide that this is what I wanted to do. So when I, you know, went off to school, again, it was, um, I mean, it's tough. It's a master's program. So hopefully any master's program you go to, there's going to be challenges. Right, challenges. But, you know, Yale to be, I mean, as as of now, it's it's, it's been called the, you know, the top um, drama program, yeah. definitely in the country. And, you know, I would, I would debate that it's the best in the world, but, um, you know, obviously I'm, I'm, I'm somewhat, you know, biased, but, it, the course. education was fan- yeah. The education was fantastic. The facilities are amazing. The the teachers were amazing. You know, everybody is, you know, they're working professionals, so they they're doing it, mm-hmm. you know, in their own profession. And then at the same time, you know, they're able to teach it to us. And so right. it was great. I mean, my the students that I was in school with, I went to school with some amazing people who you all. I'm sure have seen, you know, on television and, mm-hmm. you know, Asia, Asia King from How to Get Away with Murder. She was a couple of years ahead of yeah. me. Yeah. Trey, Trey Byers, you know, was my Stanley when we did an all-black version of Streetcar Named Desire, and I was his Blanche Dubois, so, you know, Trey off of um, uh, Empire, and then Lupita Nyong'o, who was mm-hmm. actually my, cla- my classmate, like, you know. <laughs> so... Yeah. It's just crazy. I just yeah, yeah. so um yeah, so I've just been really just really blessed in that way. But um yeah, I mean it was cool. It was and, a great you, experience. And you you know, I mean you've done some big things, you've had some you know, you've been on network shows, you know what I mean? Uh co starring, guest starring. Uh you had kind of um commercials. Tell us about some of the things that people can recognize you on. 
Um, oh, well, that's why I was saying, you know, definitely check out The Real. Um, but most recently I was yeah. on um, the, the Blacklist, um, mm-hmm. you know, Hostages. I was on 30 Rock, The Wire, Law and Order, um, a TV show called Conviction. And, uh, yeah, just a, like just a bunch of, a uh, bunch of different TV right. shows, and I have three three films that are coming out, three indie films coming out this year. Um, one called Split, one called The Congressman, and the other called um, uh, wait, which was it? Split The Congressman. Oh, and and um, Breathe. So um, those okay. three films are coming out. Yeah, and you can you know learn more about that if you go to my website, which is just miriamhyman.com, dot com m i r i a m h y m a n dot com to just kind of hear more about that and you can actually hear it, a, a clip from the audio book i heard you you know you mentioned that a little earlier it's natalie brazil absolutely yes. <laughs> okay okay how do you pronounce the name again brazil. Natalie brazil. Okay, yeah okay. and that's really natalie dope avery yeah. duvernay um avery duvernay is actually going to be directing um the series so uh, you know oh, uh, after wow. oprah like yeah, Oprah was, you know, read the book and I guess just was feeling it and basically decided to do a series based off of the book. And so, yeah, Ava DuVernay is going to be directing the series. So uh, I hear she's been listening to my voice quite a bit. <laughs> listening to the audio <laughs> That's a good thing. That's a good That's thing. That's a great thing, yeah. It was my first one that I've ever done. So I was like, wow, <laughs> you know, get, let's go get this guap. <laughs> Let's get it. Let's get it. Yeah, so exactly. let's talk about your music. Exactly. We, we mentioned that um, your your cousin was late, was late great, um, Phil Simon. Um, what can you tell us that you know about her or that people wouldn't know about her? Because um, she has a lot of fans that are still rocking her music. Yeah. What can you tell us? Yeah. You know, it, it's interesting because not to be like a Debbie Downer, but uh, I heard you all talking about uh, Nina Simone. Um, mm-hmm. a little earlier, which, you know, was really, I mean, I, I saw that documentary and, um, okay. wow, it, it, mm-hmm. it really is amazing for anybody who has not seen it yet. Check that out. But, um, basically I think the one thing that a lot of pop people probably didn't know is that like Nina, Phyllis was grappling with some, you know, some major issues. And I can't say that, that they right. were mental, like it was mental illness or even abuse. You know, I can't, I don't know exactly mm-hmm. what she was targeting. Keep in mind, she passed away, you know, I, I was a, a little kid, you know, so right, I know exactly. more about her. Yeah, yeah I know more about her. Her story. You know, my parents. Yeah, she was huge mm-hmm. in Philly. You know, she recorded literally right. like on the campus of my, my undergrad, you know, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that she, you know, was was a trouble spirit. Like there were some things that I think mm-hmm. were going on. I don't think she was 100% happy with where she was as far as her career, you know, was concerned. Right. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think it's just a huge lesson to me and hopefully to a lot of other artists to just kind of, uh, you know, stay stay grounded as much as possible and keep those people around mm-hmm. you you know, that you actually can, you know, trust and not like Nina's husband who aren't just going to, you know, protect you from all the bad, not including, you know, themselves. Like, protect you from all the bad, period, you know. Right, yeah, Um, exactly. So, yeah, you know, and, uh, yeah, she was just, she was dealing with a lot, and I think she was a beautiful Mm -hmm. individual, clearly very, very talented, but, you know, dealing Mm -hmm. with some, 
some issues, you know, um, that I think were really right. deep, and we 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 may never know, you know, what it was. But right. thankfully, you know, she left us with with some quality music, you know. Exactly. Um, the people still play. People still play. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, and she that's the one. So that's the music on that side, and then. Um, on the other side, you know, you guys were talking about Bill Cosby, my cousin, Earl Hyman, who played uh, Bill Cosby's father, the tall, light-skinned brother um, yeah. on the uh-huh. show. Yeah, that's my that's my cousin Earl. So it looks like the acting and the music oh, is wow. just in my blood. I can't even help you. Oh, that's that. You know? Yeah. You couldn't escape it. You couldn't escape me wanted to. <laughs> exactly. You know, so I, I had a chance to like meet Earl like right before I was going into graduate school and um, just learn more about him. Like he started doing a lot of classical theater. And it's crazy because I'm so deeply rooted in classical theater. I do a lot of Shakespeare, mm-hmm. um, you know, as well as contemporary and modern theater, you know, as well. But it's just kind of all in there. And I started okay. writing music when I graduated from Yale. I just, I was actually working on, uh, which is a third at the public in New York, and uh, had some free time on my hands, and I started, like, buying instrumentals and kind of writing to them because I didn't, nor am I really crazy about what I'm hearing right now, you know, on the radio. I don't really feel like people right. are, like, kind mm-hmm. of talk, talking about much, um, except for Classic Man by, I think their brother's name yeah. is Jendena. That's your yeah. ridiculous. Man. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah. But um wow. yeah, so you know, I I just basically started like writing lyrics and then it has, it turned into, you know, verses and a full length songs into a, a mixtape, you know, um, that people can, you know, tune into on my website which is Robinhoodfans dot com, R O B Y N H O O D F A N Z. Uh, you can hear the whole mixtape on there, get free downloads, so on and so forth. But yeah, I'm like doing it. It's, it's you know, you are doing it. You're right definitely now. doing it. Yeah. You're definitely, you got three movies coming out, mixtape out now. Um, what else can we, I know that's a lot that's coming, but anything else that you see within the next few years coming down the line for you? Um, yeah, actually, I see quite a bit. Um, some collaborations with some folks, I can't, you know, drop any names at this point, but there are definitely mm-hmm. some people who, you know, I'm in talks with about doing some projects. And um, really, I'm just trying to get, like, that proper mentorship, you know, regarding the music. Right. It's a little right. different. It's a little different mm-hmm. for me for the acting because I've been invested in it, you know. Um, exactly. For, you know, for a minute now with the music, like, I used to, I used to do promotion, so I used to promote for cats like, you know, 50 and Hove. I was, like, a part of the street team in Philly, so I'm running out, one of the kids, like, putting up posters and flyers and going to wow. the radio stations, which, yeah, but I wasn't actually writing any kind of music or anything like that. I was just, right. you know, right. like, yo, part of the part of the crew in that way. But, um, yeah, so now I'm just trying to, you know, get, like, that particular mentorship to kind of focus me in the way that I want to go. And to really hone my sound, um, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to send you guys over some, some tracks and everything. You can, you know, tune in Please and you know, drop it on the show. Yeah, definitely. But Absolutely. the focus and the, yeah, the, 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 message is, um, the message is definitely about paying it forward. And that's actually where the name, where Robin Hood came from, you know, it's like really taken from, taken from the rich and giving back, but not in the sense that you're stealing the way that 
right. the way that they had been feeling. <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Right, exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. So, you know, just trying to uplift and yeah. We definitely appreciate that. Well look, tell everybody where they can keep up with you on social media. I know you dropped your website a few times, but tell us one more time uh where you are on social media, your website, where people can keep up with all the great things you have coming up. Of course, wonderful. Well, thank you again for having me. I appreciate the love, and uh, Absolutely. you can check me out. Yeah, you can check me out on Instagram at Robin Hood Fans, R O B Y N H O O D F A N Z, and you can also hit me up um, on Twitter at Robin Hood Fans as well, or at Book M Hyman. So that's B O O K M H Y M A N. Um, I have two Twitter accounts, and then both of my websites. MiriamHyman.com. Again, that's M-I-R-I-A-M-H-Y-M-A-N.com. You can find out all about all the acting stuff that I have coming up, so on and so forth. And then, of course, with the music, it's Robin Hood Fans. One more time, R-O-B-Y-N-H-O-O-D-F-A-N-Z.com. So uh, follow me. Show that love. I show it back. Absolutely. Listen, we thank you so much for joining us tonight. And much success to you and everything you have going on. And, and keep in touch with us. Let us know. We'll have to have you back on. Oh, definitely. I would love to. Thank you again so much for having me. Yo, have a good night. Be blessed. All right, you do the same. Thank you. Cool, peace. For more information about Miriam Hyam, go to our Facebook page. The link to all our social media. We'll be right back after this. our next guest. He is an entertainment journalist, Urban Image Magazine columnist, and founder of John Speaks and Keeping It Real with John, radio show host. He joins us tonight to discuss his work and what's next for him. Please help me welcome Mr. John Debler. Welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. I, that's what's up. Listen, I want to thank you over. You've given us, showed us a lot of love over the last few weeks, so thank you so much. I'm glad to have you on the show. You know, you have a lot going on yourself. Um, yeah. Let me ask you before we get started, how did you 
you know, where does this love or this, you know, passion for entertainment and, and everything surrounding that, uh, how did that spark in you? Um, I've always loved writing as a kid growing up and um, especially being a a young man who was had his father absent in his life. And so I think okay. that really sparked, sparked a lot of my passion for writing and passion to be in that writing field. As far as entertainment-wise, I've loved entertainment since I can even remember. It's, I've always loved being mm-hmm. in the know of everything and just keep updates with my favorite actors and celebrities that were doing great things. Yeah. Who are some of the exciting people that you've had a chance to interview or some of your favorite interviews? Um, <laughs> my favorite interviews, I would say my favorite, one of my favorite interviews was with Richard John Rutherford. Um, he was in general hospital. He was in the frat brothers. Okay. Um, Actually, I'm interview. I just wrapped up an interview with uh, Cynthia Bailey from the Real Hospitals of Atlanta. Yeah, and, uh, I heard it yeah. tomorrow. So me and her have been cool for about. I think the moment she joined the show, I think like for five years. And so we've never. Wow. I've always tried to get that connection for us to interview. And actually, it, after every, all these years, we finally were able to set it in stone and wrap up just last night. So it'll be posted tomorrow morning. That's awesome. And you also uh are you up you have an upcoming interview with Mimi Foss. Is that what is that right? Yep. Yep, I have an upcoming interview with Mimi Foss from the Love from Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. What's crazy about that mm-hmm. is because I I reached out I think last year or the year before, um, to do an interview with her and um I never heard anything back. And so just recently over the fourth of July holiday I was, you know, randomly checking my email and um, her team reached out to me and said, look, we want to um, you to do an interview with Mimi Faust. And so I was able to keep in contact with her publicist, and um, that's in the works as, as as we speak. Wow, big thing. Yeah. So I heard that you're leaving and ending John Speaks. What made you decide to do that? Um, you know, doing John Speaks, I've done it since – I was doing it since I was 17. And so – Okay. I feel like there, and now I'm I'm 22, going on 23 in a couple months, and so doing mm-hmm. that, running my own business was a lot, and and especially starting out young, it was a lot for me because balancing school and balancing that, and what people don't understand is that when you're doing your own website and trying to keep up with everything, it's hard because you have to keep stay on your A game, and it was mm-hmm. it became hard. But one thing that I will say that when I did decide to leave was that I learned that it opened many doors for me. It opened a gazillion opportunities that ever I never would have thought I would have gotten, you know? And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. It, it, it opened a lot of doors. And I'm glad that I was able to leave based on faith and not fear in the yeah. sense of what it next. So it, it's been a blessing to do that and also – I know it was really hard for me to do it, but I understood that in order for me to grow and to change and to get into a different light in the entertainment industry, I want to not be in the same place forever. Well, that's true. That's true. And so when is when have you already left it or have you already ended it or is that 
Yeah, but I actually ended it um, last. Contract was up. And that's one thing a lot of people was kind of confused about because I did sign a contract to do six years. Mm-hmm. And so um, when I signed that contract, I, I stated that I just wanted it to kind of slowly end. It ended, I think, last, no, two weeks ago, actually. It was about two weeks ago. Okay. But I didn't post okay. anything up until last week. Okay. Okay. Well, we here possibly may be joining MTV's Real World season thirty-one. <laughs> you yeah. know anything about that? Um, I, what I could say is, well, Mike is interesting because that thing is kind of crazy too. Because I never really thought that I would want to be on the reality show. Um, mm-hmm. but I I um auditioned for MTV Real World season twenty-nine. And um, nothing really went through with that. I never heard anything back or anything in that nature. But I applied this year in January, and I applied and, you know, just kind of went on a limb just to see if anything would come up. Right. And so mm-hmm. the beginning of this month, I was an email was sent out to me that they wanted to advance me to the next casting process. And then mm-hmm. I filled out, yeah, I filled out the application for that and filled out all the questionnaires and everything. And after that came through, I got another email saying, okay, we want you to um, come to an audition on Wednesday. So this Wednesday I have a casting audition with one oh, of, wow. the of the show. So I'm I'm excited awesome. only because, yeah, it's, it's interesting because I never really seen my, would see myself in a reality TV setting. But however, being in the light and being kind of behind the scenes, I would love to see how I interact you know, with the cameras rolling. I'm comfortable with cameras and stuff, but I just to get into that environment would be definitely interesting and I think a life-changing moment. Yeah, it definitely would be. And I know that you said that you never thought, uh, considered yourself to be on reality TV or thought about yourself being on reality TV. What are your thoughts on actual reality TV shows? Um, You know, I I used to watch a lot of reality TV, and now I kind of stuck it down to just, uh, Love and Hip Hop and Real Housewives and I and I kind of and I actually did watch the last season of MTV Real World. Um, and so okay. I think reality TV can be. It depends on how you use it, and it depends on the the storyline that you're portraying out to the world. And I will say that it does become difficult being that I know a lot of people who are in reality TV, and I'm cool with a lot of them. Um, it becomes difficult because you are you are judged based on just a five minute clip on TV, and right. so it does. Yeah. Actually, it does. It definitely becomes. It takes a toll. But for the person who is actually on the show, I think, and that's one thing that I'm with my mindset is that if I were to get onto Real World and 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 get into it, then my mindset wouldn't be there for the drama or for the negativity aspect of it. I'd want to take this show mm-hmm. and. Um, really open up many other opportunities. Being that yes, it's a a drama filled show, and I I I've been in settings like that before, but I'm there to kind of be a positive impact as well. And 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 Absolutely. I think you have to really have a strong mindset to really consider yourself to be on TV because it can be difficult. And and you know we always hear from you know I, I know you've interviewed a lot of reality show stars we have as well about mm-hmm. how they kind of edit cameras and they kind of, you know, exactly. kind of maneuver and 
make things mm-hmm. appear and, a certain and way. And that's one or, you know, thing about of, it. Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to ask you some of the things that are going on in, um, in entertainment news and give me your thoughts, okay? Okay. All right. So uh, Nene Leakes of Housewives of Atlanta, she announced that she um, will be leaving the show. And there have been different controversy on why she's leaving. One said because she she wanted $5 million a season, and then she wanted creative control um, because she felt like her image was being tarnished. Um, and then now they're, they're talking, they're saying that she'll be a part-time uh you know, figure on the show. What are your thoughts on her if she does leave the show? Um, you know, I think I've watched that show since the beginning, and I kind of, I wouldn't say I really rode the journey with her, but I've seen, you know, I kind of did at the same time because I've watched it since the show aired. And so mm-hmm. um, I think, you know, she's grown. I mean, we've all seen her grow. We've all had our opinions on her, especially being on the show, the only original person on the show. Um, with her, mm-hmm. with her leaving, I feel that um, she, her leaving will be a impact because she was there from day one, and two, she also, um, I think, would, I, I think she understood that she doesn't need this to survive, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. She doesn't need yeah. it to kind of validate who she is as a person or a person in the entertainment business. So I, I really salute her for stepping down and saying that, look, I'm ready to open my wings and move on. And that's that's a great thing. Okay. What about, all right, so I don't know if you heard over the weekend, Little Wayne and Bourbon had a, uh, had a spat at a club live in uh, Miami. Apparently they were there celebrating uh, Jim Jones' birthday. And then the party had to end quote early because when Weezy hit the stage to perform, uh, baby, he supposedly um, threw a drink at Lil Wayne. I I so heard drank briefly a about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard briefly about it, but I didn't catch the whole story. But I, you know, with these rappers that are always continuously like fighting in bars and and having beef, I honestly it it portrays a message to the younger generation. And, yeah, and our younger generation are currently, you know, they're in tune with everything that's going on. They they get it, and they're watching. And so to see things like that happening and, and to see that they're out there doing things that they know people are watching them for, it, it, it saddens me, but it also makes me understand that they're not looking out for the younger guys. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and they are role models, you know, whether they – want to be or not, they are, because there's so many people following them, following their careers, and wanting to be like them, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What are your thoughts on everything surrounding Bill Cosby and the uh, <laughs> rape allegations? I spoke about this on my Twitter when I first heard about this, and um, my thoughts really changed a lot. It really went up and down, and, and now, now reading that supposedly – all of the things that he they said that he did were true, and I, I'm 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 I have mixed feelings about it because I grew up watching Bill Cosby and I grew up loving right. him as a TV father and everything. So it's, I have mixed feelings, but at the end of the day, I I feel like if this if all these allegations are true, so for I would hope that he would 
because it seems like he's I don't know like I said I have mixed feelings but it seems like he's kind of in the dark about it he's not really fully explaining I mean I've seen he's done interviews stuff but it it seems like he's still getting around the bush and I feel like he needs to kind of really open up and and just let it all out for what he wants the world to know and what he would want mm-hmm. people to know about him or about what is really going on. What do you think about his his wife uh, standing by him saying that, that he believe that she believes that the women uh, they consented to the drugs and to the sex? Uh, <laughs> I don't like I said it's a lot. I mean, what? Okay, I will say this. When I seen, I was actually watching I think Wendy Williams, and I had seen something that his wife had said something similar to what you're saying, and I kind of gave mm-hmm. it a side eye because like. I almost felt like his wife knew about all the stuff that was going on. And then I was like, I don't know if she knew or if she was trying to cover it up. And it's, it's a lot. And I think the a lot of people are on social media and everything there in the blogs, they're kind of putting all these different stories out. So it's kind of hard to believe or hard to, hard no, to know true. what you should believe. Yeah, yeah. Did you hear about the um, controversy over Ariana Grande? She and her... Uh... Some friends were at a, a donut shop and they were licking the donuts that were on the stands. Or, you know, they were kind of waiting to be put up, and so she was licking them. And then, um, I guess a huge donut came out, and she she was calling camera saying that she hates America. Look at the size of the donut. Um, oh, okay. I know course, what you're talking about. Of course, she said that. Of course, she loves America. She was just saying that she has a, life, a healthy lifestyle, and for donuts to be that huge, you know, and people taking something that she said in a private conversation taking it, you know, they're running with it. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yeah, I heard about that. Now that you mentioned that she said something about hitting America, I do remember that she uh, – I don't like that she said that, you know. I think it, it definitely mm-hmm. says says a message about who she uh, – I can't say that. It sends a message of, of how she portrays herself and how she – the best way I could put this, how she would, how she's view, being viewed. And especially from, like I said, kind of with the, with the rappers, she's stating things that people are viewing her in now in a different light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's I interesting think, to see, it's interesting to, to hear what she, how she said it. And then the fact that her friends and everybody were with her, it, it's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Are you excited, everyone else, that Empire is coming back September? I love Empire. Like, Empire was, like, the show. Um, I'm yeah. interested to see how they play it out because I felt like when I first seen it, I thought it was a movie, like the trailers, but I'm really interested to mm-hmm. see how it all turns out. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. John, I've enjoyed talking to you so much. Tell everyone where they can keep up with you. And, I mean, we got the possible real-world audition. Well, the audition is set but it's a possible casting which we wish we would love to see you on um and then everything else you have going on where can people keep up with you um my instagram is real real john dabla so r real and then j-o-h-n-d-a-b-l-a okay well john we wish you all the best with everything we're proud to see you step out on faith i know nothing but the best is coming your way thanks again for joining us and uh you take care okay yeah, no problem. And for more information about John Double, please visit our Facebook page. You can uh, see links. We have links posted where you can keep up with him and all the exciting things he has coming. We'll be right back after this.
would tell you that I love you tonight But I know that I've got time on my side Where you going? Why are you leaving so soon? Is there somewhere else that's better for you? Just up to leave What is love If you're not here no more What is love If you're not really sure What is love What is love Tell myself I wouldn't cry when you're gone But I know it's easier said and done Look at me, look at me
you now somebody's on your side of the bed Hey, now And I didn't wanna have to take it there, but you play too much. So I guess it's in the game. E A. And what am I supposed to say? I know you did me dirty, but we can make it work. I know you didn't mean to hurt me. I know we got our problems and need to go away your worries. Let's just sit and talk about it over McGee's McClurry. One thing for hot damn certain This plays a rap You can go and close some curtains And this is a mess Starting with yourself first I am dropping bad habits Starting with the very worst Now it's on to the next one African American Puerto Rican Swedish French lover or a German I'm really determined All kinds of moves Every since we've been done I've had so much to do If you can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. If you wanna get it started, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you look for love, go on, put your hands up. Hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. If you can't hear the party, go on, put your hands up. All my ladies in the front, all my thugs in the club. If you look for love, go on, put your hands up. Now is the time to answer. What's next? With the Technical College System of Georgia, a quality education is affordable, offering courses that will transfer to a long list of four-year universities and an opportunity to pursue a career in a high-demand field, where Georgia's Hope Career Grant could cover 100% of your college tuition costs. With 22 colleges and 85 campuses, meaningful careers start at TCSG. Visit tcsg.edu to learn more. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com. Total Wine & More now offers curbside pickup and same-day delivery in Northern Virginia. Have great finds at great prices delivered right to your car or to your door. It's easy to discover the more ways Total Wine & More has you covered at TotalWine.com.